right, welcome once again to the Old Guys Travel Show, where the old guys, Humble and Fred, aging with energy, is what we like to talk about, how uh, you can age and travel. Could you tell where my head was I forgot. I did forget. Speaking of being... I literally forgot what comes after that. So anyway, brought to you by the uh, Retirement Sherpa. I did. I blanked out for a second. And of course, our good friends at the Chamber Plan. Uh, yeah, today, Howard. You know, um... A previous episode, we talked about the Amalfi Coast, which is the southern part of Italy. Today, I thought I'd talk about a tour that I took uh, with some friends from Rome North. Um, before we get started, I want to remind uh, everyone that uh, this is not the first time we've talked about Italy, as you said. And, right. I, and, and um, I talked about being in Venice and Florence, and I was always sort of, I admired the fact that you being a little older than me, I always thought it was cool when you started your, you know, travel era, I would say that you had gone to Italy and I was kind of like, I was like, why do I, you know, I heard you talking about it. I'd be like, why do I have to go to Italy? I'll just say before you get started again, having gone to Italy, I get why you would have gone back to Italy. Do you know what I mean? Like before I went there, I was like, oh, well, what's the big deal? But I would love to go back sometime. That probably will be one of my next European tours. Because it's so big. Well, I've often said about Italy, I mean, you rent a car, it's like every two hours you're in a different country, geographically. Yeah. Um, That's what I love about it. So where are you taking us today? Well, and let me say this, I've been there twice and I would definitely go back a third time and maybe... You know, recently we watched The Offer, which was about the making of The Godfather, and then I watched The Godfather again in Godfather 2. Now I have this attraction to Sicily. So it's... Wow. Uh, really, uh, maybe yeah. go back one day and check that out, because, you know, often what inspires us to travel, Howard, is what we might see on the television or in a movie, right? That's right. You recently, uh, both of us uh, watched this series on The Godfather. You recently rewatched both Godfather movies, and now all you talk about is making pasta and going back to Italy. Yeah. So anyway, this uh, particular trip flew into Rome. I, we've touched on Rome. Don't have to deal with that. Then we went to Florence, uh, where you have been, so we don't really have to touch on that other than the history and the great little restaurants and i remember being down by the river and having drinks at night and how beautiful that was um you loved florence yeah no i you know it's funny i was just talking to our friend who lives there Mm -hmm. and uh this was just a couple days ago i said so what is what's christmas like in florence and he reminded me i was there when they string their when they strung their christmas lights up but what they do is they don't it's not along on trees. They hang them vertically from wires on on the streets. It's unbelievable. It's just it's you know what it is, Freddie. It's magical. You know, I was about to say that word. <laughs> Were oh, you? You made it sound magical the way you put it all together. Anyway, from uh, Florence, you know where I went, and you hear about it when it comes to food, when it comes to wine. Movies have been made about it. You know what I'm talking about? How's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What? What movies have been made about it? No, what the place I'm talking about. 
the food. There's been movies made about it. Oh, Rome. Wine. No, Howard. I said we're going to skip over Rome. Tuscany. Ah, Tuscany. Yes, the eat, pray, love uh, part. Yes. <laughs> um, Sorry about that. I know I am paying attention. Yes, eat, pray, love. There's a show going on over here. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So we're going to go to Tuscany. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's a place to lease... You know, it was one of the places she wanted to go. And our friend Lori Love, she was on this trip with, you know, Lori Love and Darren and me and Delise. And we went to Tuscany and did our homework, rented the old farmhouse on the side of a hill, looking at all the vineyards. It was absolutely beautiful. Wake up in the morning to the smell of croissants, chocolate croissants. Oh, wow. Sitting by a pool and having baguettes and salty meat, Howard, wow. wine. Look Am at I you. painting a picture? Well, you're like, the, you're like the George Clooney of Brampton. That's who you are. You're Brampton George Clooney. From that little farmhouse, walking down a path into a village, like something out of a storybook, having fresh fish served to you with the head on it. Yeah, I'm not big on that, but that's fine. Yeah, but you got to get used to that. In, yeah, I know. In, in, in Europe, they like their heads. I know it freaked the uh, girls out, but it was delicious. The other day I saw this in an uh, Italian grocery store. They were selling uh, heads for sale, just the heads. Fish Why? heads. I don't know. That's a true story. I saw fish heads for sale. Although I think, you know, some cultures, I won't say which. Well, you can't um, notice cultures, so don't even start. No, um, they actually, like, grind it up and make, like, a... Fish head uh, soup, yeah. Like, a, yeah. Like up uh, the Tin Palace. I mean, there's a, a certain culture or two that I will not mention in case I offend anyone. They little they take any fish any size and just literally put it into a blender. And what they do with it, I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's interesting, and it all depends on um, you know what you like. Yeah. Where you? So you're eating fish uh, in Tuscany. Baguettes, salty meat. It's, it sounds amazing. What uh, no. month of the year did you go there? It was May. So weather's pretty nice, but not super. You're not sweating every day. No. It was just perfect weather for um, for really um, for touring, you know. Mm-hmm. So we spent uh, two or three days there. And then um, was the cheesy part of the trip. We went to Pisa. Wow. Like, really, how are you in, in Tuscany and heading north without going to Pisa? Because you have to see the leaning tower of Pisa. And what's it look like in, in real life? It's smaller than you think. The whole experience is cheesy. Um, you know, people taking pictures, pretending they're holding it up. as yeah. That whole thing, disgusting. <laughs> it's it's nauseating. Whenever I see people do that, I'm thinking, okay, on the one hand, you kind of feel like you have to. But on the other hand, you're like, okay, I don't think I can do this because of so many people doing it, all thinking they're the first ones to think about doing it. Yeah, and I think you could go in the thing. I don't think we bothered. I can't even remember. It was it was a really forgettable stop. You really don't need to do it. Right. I'm, I mean, from my perspective, a lot of vendors around the park and everything. Anyway, we didn't spend much time there, and uh, we just continued on our way. To um, a place called Cinca Terra. Oh. Now, what does Cinca Terra? It's, it's like they, it's uh, based on a sink. <clears throat> I have no idea. There's five little towns on these cliffs. Okay, on the 
it would be the west coast of Italy. And there's five towns. Only one is accessible by car. And the name of that town is Monterosa. And the other four are connected by walking paths and a train system. And it's fantastic. I won't give you the name of the other four towns because I don't remember them off the top of my hand. <laughs> okay. I wasn't going to ask you because, listen, you do, you do some, a lot of research for this. Very impressive. So Cinque Terre and um, some trains. Yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, walking from town to town. And then, you know, if you get tired, you take the train. Um, it was really beautiful. And we re- arrived in the town called Monterosa. Couldn't find a place to stay. It became very frustrating. Even though it was May, we hit on it maybe a weekend or something. Couldn't find a place to stay. I kept going into all these places and trying to find accommodation. Continuously rejected. And, uh, the uh, well, of course, it was the last place I asked. The woman said, no, we have nothing else. I walk outside the doors. This woman comes up to me and she goes, sir, sir. And I said, yes. She said, I have a place for you to stay. Come on. Yeah. And I said, what? How are you not worried about being taken? Like, what if you? My daughter's apartment. Wow. Now, apparently, Italians are not supposed to do this. Unless it's officially registered, you cannot rent your place to tourists. Wow. So this was done under the table. I think she charged us like 300 euros for a couple of nights. Top floor of this sort of condo thing. It was absolutely beautiful. Wake up in the morning, I looked out this way. There's a little Italian man picking uh, lemons from a tree having our dinner looking out over the ocean come on oh howard it was magical it was magical it really was um Cicatera is a stop that i would recommend for anyone if you're doing this type of tour am i getting my stories or my fred travel stories mixed up because there was one and again a lot of these stories that we're telling you in our travel show everyone are uh pieces of them i remember from hearing you uh, telling me when you get back, is this the place where you couldn't drive the car? It was difficult, or is that another? Oh, no, that was the Amalfi Coast. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So, yeah, so going south, driving is a challenge. The going north, driving is a pleasure. Okay, okay. Um, from Cinque Terre, we went over to the Italian Riviera to a town called Genoa. Not a lot to say there, Howard, other than the fact it's the first time I ever had to pay. To sit on a beach. Oh, yeah. You had to go down and pay pay an admission to go sit on this tiny piece of beach. And it was sort of uh, more of an industrial type city. Right. Not, uh, not that big a deal. And from there, we went, we wound our way into uh, Switzerland. Wow. You're in the north. Yeah, north, north part of Italy. So uh, we went to. Lugano, Switzerland, stayed in a beautiful hotel there. The parking garage there was really interesting, too, because you parked your car and then this machine, you left it and you walked out. This machine literally came and got it, took it well below the surface of the earth, and then actually put it on a shelf underground. And you could watch this on a camera. It was like a car vending machine. Yeah, it was fascinating. Come on. Another thing was interesting there because it's back um, 
you know, because we're so used to when you cross the border into a country like the United States, Mexico, there's border security. But it was the interesting thing in Europe, right? You can cross over in all these countries with no, you go from Italy into Switzerland into Austria without, like, there's just signs. Welcome to Switzerland, right? They don't have. It's almost like going from province to province. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. Before you uh, continue, by the way, fascinating. Is uh, Italy, I was trying to think, I, I didn't find, I mean, Florence wasn't cheap, but it wasn't like crazy expensive. Um, what about where you were in Italy? Well, again, Airbnbs and not being able to take a lot of restaurants, we bought a lot of our own food and cooked it ourselves. So it wasn't bad. You know, gas is expensive. But the Airbnbs were sort of what no. they are all over Europe, I would imagine. Yeah. Nothing out of whack. No. Okay. No. And then uh, from Switzerland back into Italy to Lake Como. Um, Lake Como, famous for a lot of North American stars, have homes on Lake Como. That's where George Clooney lives. That's it, Howard. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm sorry because I got mixed up. Okay, so no, it's the uh, Lake Como is where the Cloonies hang out. Yeah. And Madonna, I think, had a house there. And what's the lake like? Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And um, so we come out of Switzerland, back into Italy, and then there was a ferry. We took it across Lake Como to a little town called um, Bellagio. And again, it's like again something out of a storybook, something off a postcard, Howard, something you'd see in a movie. This little town on the edge of Lake Como in Italy, and beautiful little inn and they cooked meals for you right there it was absolutely gorgeous we got on lake como we took the tour they said look there's george clooney's house look there's madonna's house look there's so-and-so's house and they kept saying look and that didn't get annoying so it's, yeah. it's like when or you're look on, however you say look in italian that's what they were a tonde or something yeah. um that's like when you're on uh, the muskokas and they go oh, look that's where goldie hahn lives look that's where tom hanks lives when, when right. you were there did you look around you and darren thinking man i could put a trailer over there you know probably <laughs> was there some Italian trailer parks that you were like exploring no I didn't see any but I'll tell you I could have picked yeah well it's just so beautiful and like listen how beautiful does it have to be to attract North American stars to the other side of the world right yeah I mean that just says it right there does it not I've, I've seen a, a picture of George Clooney's cliffside estate it's pretty impressive yeah, it's just, uh, it really is. It's beautiful. It really is. From there, Howard, we went to Venice. Uh, don't need to talk about Venice. It's been covered in this in-depth series of travel reports. <laughs> you know that Clooney gave his friends, uh, each, he gave 14 of his friends, you know that story? Yeah. Gave each one of his friends a million dollars. 14 of his buddies that he's known his whole life, gets them around a table. They're all having dinner, and he says, listen, you guys are my buddies. I want you to have this. And he gave each one of them a million dollars. How much money do you have to have before you can go? I know what would be fun. No, I know. Jesus. Or how do you think his 15th best friend felt? Great point. See, I, that's how you think. See, I think my, my angle is how much money do you have to have before you can go, hey, I'm giving everyone a million. But you're like, what if you're the guy that didn't get the million? Who is that guy? And then he knows because he knows the 14th guy. Yeah. He's probably like, how did you get that? And no. I'm not on the list. 
But in all seriousness, just think how difficult that would be to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Live, I've selected these 14 guys. It's going to rub somebody the wrong way. But obviously, a lot of thought was put into that. And like, well, I don't give a shit what he thinks. And, and it's not like you did it for four people, like your four best friends. That's easy. But when mm-hmm. you're starting to get to eight, 10, 11, 12, yeah. you know that there's a, there's a guy that could have made it. 15th guy could have been on that list, but no. Mm-hmm. Rejected. Anyways, no, that's to- a great story. And, uh, well, it's one of those stories think, wouldn't you love to do that for your best buddies? Like, wouldn't that be the night of all nights? Of course, in our case, it would be like, yeah, I gave my 14 best friends a <laughs> Tim Hortons gift certificate. <sighs> no, I know, because you can, you can imagine for a lot of those friends, it was life changing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, back to the uh, travel of the, uh, the coast here. Anyway, we, we finished Italy in uh, Venice. And I've made the point. I mean, you really liked Venice. Dan Duran did. I was so-so on Venice. But that doesn't matter. That's here and there. From Venice, we took a train to Munich, just the way uh, the way our flights worked out. And that was fantastic. The train ride from Venice to Munich, Germany, through the mountains, through the countryside, was absolutely gorgeous. Arrive in Munich late, I think on a Friday night, starving, couldn't find a restaurant open. Finally, we're walking down the street. This little guy's out in front of his restaurant, obviously closing up. We ask him if he's closing. He said yes. We told him we were hungry. Invites us in. Makes us these pork hocks or knuckles in this broth. Again, it was just a just a good human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those one of those meals I'll always remember because so hungry and the yeah. kindness of this man. Aww. Yeah, it was wonderful. And then next gate day getting up in Munich, the girls go off shopping. Me and Darren just go for a walk. We hear this music in the distance. We follow the music. We turn this corner, this big festival going up, going on. We find out that that very day we were there was the first day of the celebration, the 150th anniversary of beer. Wow. Town in, or the, the first brewery, whatever. It was 150th anniversary. The, the anniversary of beer? Yes. It's and I can't remember huge. exactly what the significance was, but yeah. it was the oompa-pa and the leather shorts and the accordions and people freaking out. Sure. And schnitzel and sausage. And for a euro, you went and bought a mug and you could go anywhere and have it filled up with all these interesting beers. And we thought, what a great way to end a trip. So wait a second. So you guys meet up later with the girls. They've been shopping and you're half bag in the bag. Yeah. Come on, let's go get I'll give you some schnitzel. And we met these two older German women, me and Darren, and they fell in love with us. And it's funny, the girls found us. They walk up to this picnic table. Here we are with these two old women. Yeah. Almost looked like we were putting the moves on them. but On we the fro lines, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it was a great way to end the trip. I mean, seriously. Like this, like a beer festival. Come on. It was great. Well, that sounds fantastic. And then on the plane and home. And that was, uh, you know, that was all done within, I think, 14. Yeah, that's 15. what I was going to ask you. Is it sounds like you did a lot of stuff. I mean, you went through several parts of Italy, significant parts to review, uh, and Venice, and then Munich, yep. mm-hmm. where you met the friendly Germans. 
Yes, yeah. there are some, Howard. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, congratulations. <laughs> um, is that it? That's it. That was the adventure. Roam North. Uh, this has been another episode of Aging with Energy, the old guy's travel show. As always, brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa and our good friends at the Chamber Plan. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to hell and back just to find peace. Man, I thought I had everything. I was lonely. Now you're my 